0: Welcome to a Backyard Ultra podcast. I'm Paddo and in this episode I caught up with Kevin Matthews also known as Big Kev. Big Kev has a heap of ultra running experience and he's also run 7 backyard ultras, winning one and being the assist in two. He's also got a lot of funny stories. This was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, okay. Oh, g'day Kev. How are you going mate?
1: Good Paddo, good. Good yeah. to talk to you.
0: Yeah, you too. Thanks for joining in the podcast.
1: Now, no problem. After listening to Phil and Ryan, I'm very excited.
2: Mm,
0: yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited as well.
1: Um, but
0: I, I reckon obviously you've been running for a long time. I Look at your Strava, you've done over 40,000 kilometres. Your ultra running record goes back from what I can see to 2008. Can you tell, can you tell us how your running journey began and um, well, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, well briefly, um, obviously as you can hear, I'm uh, English by birth, um, came over to Australia in 2001, did a couple of marathons, um, did the Perth marathon, what this marathon, um, did a few triathlons, um, but then realized I'm a better runner than a swimmer or a cyclist. So then, um, then I heard about comrades in 2008, I think, which is what, which is my first ultra. And back in those days, there, there wasn't any, there wasn't really an ultra scene at all in, um, really in Australia, you know, we're talking 2006, 2007 in WA, you had the 40 miler, which is the, uh, you know, 60 odd K and that was once a year, about 20 people would turn up for that. So we used to do the 40 miler and then, um, off we were to come, so the comrades in eight, nine, and 10, and that was incredible. Was just, you know, And that was 89K, which is, oh my God, 89K, how can you run Eighty-nine kilometers—it's it's impossible. No man can go that far. And, and um, at the time, so and that was that was really it. You know, in WA, there was there was it. There was a forty miler, and then once a year, we'd all get together and we'd scuttle off to South South um, South uh, South Africa. say South America, and then South Africa, and we do the comrades, which is an amazing, amazing race. Yeah. So I did the eight, nine, and ten, and you must do it. And every ultra runner needs to run comrades at least once in their life. It's not the massive distance, but it's just the support I and mean, the whole event is just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. So that was eight, nine, and ten. And then um then I then I was dragged away to marathons for a long time. I did, did a lot of marathons after that and tried to get my marathon time down and try and do three or four a year and got down to about 241 a few times. And this was before the carbon plate days. Ah, oh, the bad old days when they used to used to used wear you know very light shoes. Yeah. So I got to 241 three times and never broke the 240. You know, whereas about three or four years after I peaked, carbon plates came in. <laughs> Maybe I could have, I could have, could have finally got my 239 dream. Yeah. But, so then, um, and then I think you know that that was probably got to, to probably probably started getting into my ultras when, when I fell delirious. I entered delirious would have been three years ago. Mm. And then um, and then failed at that. And then um, and the scene really kicked off of what Sean Kessler was doing over here, you know, the Ultra Series WA. We went from having no ultra series or, or no 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 ultras. Um, and then Sean came along and all of a sudden, you know, there was all these fantastic events. Yeah. Um, and then culminating in Delirious and then so I failed delirious first year DNF'd. And then the last couple of years I've gone back and done it. And this has been my favorite race, um, 200 miles. 200 miles are definitely my favorite race because they're an adventure. I've done a few hundred miles last weekend and they're they're hard work. And then of course, um, along came the backyard ultras and that was it. I was hooked from the start. You know, there's just so much fun
2: because
1: ultras, of course, you see each other at the start and then. Four days later you see each other at the finish and then you spend four days wandering about by yourself whereas a backyard ultra you can still do the distance but every hour on the hour you're back in the lead you're back with the lead pack you know you're in the lead in the race and you're back with everybody chatting having a laugh mm-hmm. off you go so the worst case scenario you're by yourself for 45 minutes and then you're back again you're back together again and and then on, on you go so um that's what i love about the uh the backyard ultras they're an ultra but yeah you've got the soci- sociable side.
0: Yeah that's, what I, yeah that's what i love about them too and when, because a few ultra runners i think um they were when they first heard about backyard ultras they were kind of like not sure about them and they didn't weren't sure if they would have a go or not but yeah, did you know straight away as soon as you heard about backyard ultras that that, that were something that you wanted to do
1: well Not not initially, right, because the first one, the first one that Sean put on was very low-key, the first Birdies. It was um, in in, in, um, a guy called Birdies' back in a farm. Uh, It was a very hard event. It was invite only. I think he invited about maybe 30 or 40 people, and he he gave me an invite, and I was in the an hour, and I said, well, I'm going to do it. And I I, I was set to do it, which is why I've got quite a low number, number 30, because this year, it's a number for life. So, because I was actually... Uh, I was going to race the first one, but I got sick the weekend before. I got I got, I got sick, so I couldn't do it. Right. So I missed the first birdies, and then the second one came along, and I, I had to do it. I was desperate to do it. That was August 2020, so that's the second birdies and the second backyard Ultra uh, in WA. I'm not sure if it was the, even the second backyard Ultra in Australia. I'm not sure Sean was the first, but we were, pretty, we were yeah. early adopters, that's for sure. Yeah. So I did birdies in August 20, the first one, and um. Unfortunately, I was on. I had to promise to my wife that I was only going to run twenty four hours, and I had to come home and babysit the
2: kids,
1: (laughs) which was a which was um which was a pity because um you know I started the race and um because it's the first time we've done the event, off you go and as as I said, you know it's easy it's easy until it's not. So the first few laps, you're thinking this is ridiculous. We're getting back in thirty five minutes, forty minutes, hanging about for twenty minutes, chatting, eating, going. Oh, this is we could go on for for years. <laughs> this is so easy. Yeah. And of course, all of a sudden, it was all of a sudden about six or seven hours later, when it's dark and it's freezing cold, you're thinking, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. <laughs> How did this happen? I can't do one more bloody lap. But I managed to get through the night and then um the sun came up. And then my wife rings me and says, You don't have to come home. Yeah. But because mentally I set myself, I will need I want to get 24 hours. I, I want 24 hours. Um I, I sort of got to 24 and said, that's it, I'm going. You know, I've done my 24, big tick. I'm probably top 10 at that stage. But, you know, I finished the last lap by in 30, 35 minutes. You know, I was fresh as a daisy. But again, I think that's because it's because of the mental side. You know, a 15, 16 hours struggling at night. But you get through 17, 18, 19, the sun comes up and yeah. you can see 24. You can see the end. And it's all mental. Backyard so. it's all about the mental. Yeah. Obviously, you do need the physical, but it's more mental than physical than any other ultra I know because of the stopping and starting. So, um, the last few hours, you know, I was going incredibly quick. Um, ahead of Phil at the time because that's when Michael Hooker beat him. Oh, yeah. probably, last, probably was the last person to beat Phil because I think that's the first yeah. one he did, and Michael Hooker beat him, and um, Phil was the assist, but he was destroyed. Yeah. And, and I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's beaten him since. Because that, that, that year, I think Michael Hooker, okay, I think you were done about, I think he did 41 I and mean, he sure did 40.
0: Yeah, and I that, remember that, that, um, they did a YouTube doco on that one as well. And yes, Michael, right, they
1: did, yep, yep. Yeah,
0: and yep. Michael Hooker, he, he would, just ran off. He, when he, on his last like last one standing lap, he he looked like he was on his first lap, he looked so comfortable.
1: Yep, every lap, he would run off and do it in like 32, 33 minutes. Every single lap, yep. every single lap, he'd be the fastest and he'd get in. And he did that for over 40 laps, and in the end, Phil broke. Um, I remember one lap, I tried to chase him. I got to the bridge, which is halfway, um, and he, he, he obviously didn't realise it's behind him. He looked and saw me and sped off. And I thought, I'm not racing. <laughs> but that was an incredible run by Michael, you know, and um, I'd say that's you know, that's the last time Phil was beaten in the Backyard Ultra.
0: Yeah, and that was um, his first Backyard Ultra too,
1: so he, oh, hadn't, okay, re- yeah. he hadn't really dialled into all his no. tactics yet. No, because after that, that was August 20, and then obviously March 21 was was the infamous Herdies, where yeah. I um I sort of um helped him to his 48, but actually I stopped at 47, having you know gone way way further than I thought I ever would, and unfortunately in a delirious state, didn't realise the difference between 47 and 48. And I just wanted to stop, yeah. you know, so I stopped at 40. I stopped at 47, woke up the next day and stayed down. Why would anyone stop at 47 when there's 200 mile is the next you know it's the next lap yeah you know i was still i I was still lapping in 50 50 55 minutes and i was still lapping okay No, i I was hallucinating and completely off to the fairies but you know i I could not believe what i'd done (laughs) and and to this day i'm determined to go back and get that last lap whistle will have to be next year because this year um unfortunately i did 34 hoodies but unbeknown to me i picked up COVID because i couldn't Mm -hmm. understand why it was such a hard race it was yeah. it was humid but every single lap was like purgatory and i got to 34 and timed out it's the only time i've ever timed out um i couldn't get back in time and then that was a sunday night at three or four in the morning and then um the tuesday yeah tuesday i tested positive for covid but mm-hmm. that explains it so semi okay so my um so next year at Herdy's, I'm getting 48. I, I've got to I've just got to get that. I've got to get 48. And um, next year at Herdies it's already sold out. 300 runners sold out already. So there's a wait yeah. list. Yeah. I and it's a stack, stacks. Yeah, stacked through. So.
0: That's huge. Yeah. 300. That's amazing. Like, what, what do you That's think? It's a, a, a world record. It's a world record. Is it? Well, what do you think yeah, yeah. it is about um, Western Australians and Backyard Ultras? Because they just love them over
1: there. I know, I know. Mm. I, I don't know. You know the, the ultra series WA. You should you, obviously you should get Sean Kessler on here. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Or, or be it would we'll probably go on for about like twelve hours. But you need to get Sean Kessler on here because um mm. you know the guy's just a Pied piper. He's a pie piper of ultra runners. You know he's he's created this tribe and trail and it is you know you feel part of a family. Mm. Um. You know I did the Feral Pig Peak hundred mile last weekend. Um. Yeah. Just go on, and um. It's just been out. It's every everyone knows each other, you know. And it's and, and at the A stations, they can't do enough for you, and they hang around in the night. And it's just, it is a massive family of of, of ultra runners created yeah. by Sean Kessler. You know, as I said before, when I first started, there wasn't an, it wasn't an ultra scene. There wasn't there was a forty mile one race.
2: Yeah,
1: and up, you know, up to really five years ago, that's, that's probably what it was. Um, Bernadette started the Perth Trail Series, and that's the smaller type races, but the trails. But for ultras, you know, the Ultra Series WA, and that and now the Ultra Series SA, is, is 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 where it's at. And um, yeah, the, and the, of course, the backyard ultra works because when when it's very sociable, everyone comes down and on the air, every hour they're all together. They're on the marquees. You know, it's the ultimate sociable ultra.
2: It is. Um, whereas,
1: well, yeah, whereas a normal but. Like, the 200-milers we do, like the r but you've got your crew, yeah. but you don't see each other on the hour every hour, you know, yeah. so it just works. So you've got a lot of like-minded people who love being together, and you've got this event where they can actually be together and run ultras but see each other all the time. Yeah. And there I you think- go, the next thing, you've got 300 people signing up for a Backyard Ultra. <laughs> a even- world, I think even... A, a world record.
0: Yeah, even the um the crew... Um, they all enjoy that aspect oh, as well, because yeah. between each that while the runners are gone, all the crews kind of like get to mingle together and yeah. chat. And then when they say they run well, off, I'll, 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 back, yeah. Yeah, they'll run off to right. their, yeah.
1: Well, I'll take you, I'll tell you word for that, because I've never crewed, crew. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm always the idiot running around in circles. But you're right. Sometimes I come and sit down and i ask for yourself. These guys are having too much fun <laughs> when I'm not here. It's like sometimes I'm sitting down and I'm bothering them by being in their tent, <laughs> asking ask them to stop. Excuse me, uh, can I have some water or a cup of tea? I oh, can really. Well, <laughs> you're meant to be crewing for me. You know, but they enjoy it. That they enjoy it for the first four or five hours, and after, well, they're like, oh, I really. You know, get it yourself. <laughs> and the atmosphere, atmosphere, and and, um, and and Sean puts on the village, and he gets all the lights and the music's blaring, and and you you know yourself, you know, um, you like it turns into a little party town. Well, we're gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, they look like oh, and they are so much fun. And one thing I noticed as well in the documentary, um, the one where you were the assist, there were heaps of people there too, just watching as well. Like, yeah, that was so funny,
3: so funny.
1: Yeah, because um. Cause, cause it's the first one, you know, it's the first one in, in the city because we have birdies, but birdies is about two, 300 K from Perth. So everyone drives down there. We take over a caravan park. Yeah. So you get about 150, 200 people, but that's all you're going to get, you know, you're not going to get a crowd. But of course, cause it was in Perth get, you know, word starts to get, gets getting around on social media, you know, Kevin and Phil are gay and they don't have lap, done another lap. So it started at Friday at 10 o'clock and, um, we got down to, cause I, I had no expectations. I, I'm not a film. You know, I turned up with maybe a food for seven or eight laps, <laughs> maybe eight, nine laps. You know, I, yeah. I had nothing. I went I out of everything, you know, very quickly. I mean, very quickly, I, yeah. I, I had no plans, no idea what I was going to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so people just felt sorry for me. As people, as people dropped out, Michael Hooker, I must admit, Michael Hooker was actually brilliant. Michael Hooker dropped out because of stomach issues. And he, and, he, and he started crewing for me and he was wow. absolutely brilliant yeah. and then a couple of my friends turned up so as, as we went on, oh, more people turned up to help me and i'd sit in there go oh, i really fancy some pancakes and next time i come back and there would be pancakes for me you know or, or, or orange juice or you know and, and everyone can and you're right my crew just got bigger and bigger and bigger because as people dropped out in the end there was just like my tent and phil's tent yeah. and his crew and my crew because you know we I think Michael Michael and Margie dropped out of like 33 laps. But see, they, they they gazumped me. The little buggers gazumped me because I was going to go home. You know, I, I'd already owned my wife. I got to mm-hmm. 33 hours. Which my PB was 24. I got to 33. There mm-hmm. was four of us left. So I thought, all right, there's four of us. So I'm third male. So maybe I'll get a trophy. Third male trophy at my age, 33 hours. That's pretty cool. I'm happy with that. Call yeah. the wife. I'm coming home. I'll give you a call the next lap. And you can kind of pick me up. So I think that's lap like 33. So I get back in. Um, I must have been last at the time. So there's me, Michael, Margie, and Phil. So I come back in. Oh, Kev, Margie and um Michael have pulled the pin. It's just you and Phil. Oh, my heart sank. My heart sank. Because you know then if I stop, yeah. oh yeah. Kev stopped. Kev ruined it. Kev stopped. So my heart, I had to bring, I go on the next lamp, call the wife. I said, I'll oh, forget it. I can't come home. So what do you mean you can't come home? <laughs> I said, you're not going to believe Margie and Michael will dump me in the poop. they dumped dump me in the crap here. I can't stop. What do you mean you can't stop? You just stop. I said, if I stop, the race finishes. Yeah. She said, oh, you're in trouble. I said, I oh, know I'm in trouble. I'm in big trouble. Yeah. So that was like three in the morning. And, um, and I had, I had nothing, I had no, I had no food, no right. idea what I was doing, no change of clothes, The chafing, oh, I won't go into the chafing, that'll scare some of your listeners. Let's just say I, I wear T8 shorts after that. i right. never, oh, my God, oh, my God. I just don't, I, but anyway, anyway, I'm in a world of pain. So that's about three in the morning. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I was, oh, like, right, fair enough, I'll do the best for Phil, you know, I'll try and get as far as I can because obviously you know i realized that you know he, he had big aspirations and i think it was going to be the gore hooker show you know there wasn't a gore matthews it was a gore hooker you know but because michael has stomach issues um it all the all of a sudden became the uh, the gore matthews show and uh, <laughs> yeah. and off off yeah. he went. in the video he even like he, he like you introduced yourself
0: like, what's your name yeah uh kevin like when it was just you and him he didn't he didn't even well, know yeah,
1: <laughs> oh no! But now we now we knew each other. We do, No, we knew each other. Me, me oh, and Joe yeah. were, um, yeah. No, we, uh, you know, we weren't, close. You know we yeah. weren't close. we know, weren't close. We were a lot closer after 13 hours running together. Yeah. I, I love the guy. You know, he's, he's an absolute legend.
2: Yeah.
1: But um, you know, on the marathon, you know, I used to kick his ass. I used to kick his ass in the marathon when I in my peak. <laughs> uh, but make sure I get that in the podcast.
2: Yeah. Many,
1: many, many, many times. Many times. Not anymore, but many times. <laughs> So, um, yeah, me and Phil knew each other, but obviously, and, and chanted, like, you know, at the start of the race, how are you getting filled? I said, right, on you go and done. So, uh, so that was it. So that was three in the morning, then three, four, five, and the sun came up. And then, so as you say, I, as you say, that that's your initial question about people turning up. So six, five or six in the morning, there's no one there, you know. So every lap I get back, there's more people, and they're getting more excited. One more lap, one more lap, one more lap. <laughs> every lap six o'clock seven o'clock eight o'clock nine o'clock more people one more lap so you, you feel like you're gonna let people down if you stop yeah. so every every lap the pressure's getting more and more you know 10 o'clock 11 o'clock 12 one of course it's now going mad on social media yeah. you gotta get down here kevin phil again for the australian record i think that was 44 45 at the time and sean kessler's there you know sean's getting everyone all excited and you can see on the video well, about 40 K's, I'm gone. I'm out of the fairies. You know, mm-hmm. I'm completely gone. There's nothing left. I'm yeah. gone. My wife comes down. All my friends come down. As you said, all my friends are partying. They're all out drinking beer, having a great time. And then um, every lap you can see, I'm coming in. People are grabbing me and they're just dragging me to the chair, yeah. dragging me down. It's like, like a pit stop. I'm yeah. just sitting there going, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go back out. Don't make me go back out. You can have one more care, pick me up. And they drag me to the start and they four, three, five, four, three, two, one, open the gate, kick me up the backside and off I stagger. And you can see I do stagger, you know, it's, it's not pretty. <laughs> the legs are because I'm, 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 I'm running like John Wayne because of my chafing finish shoes and then Phil chats to me for a bit. And then he leaves me and it's, and it's stinking hot yeah. and there's people on the course cheering me and I'm walking and I, I must yeah. look a right state. I'm thinking, why are you cheering? I, look, I, look, I, look, I must look awful and of course you get back from another lap and then channel 7 news turn up i'm sitting down there i've got a camera in my face and a reporter asking me questions yeah Uh, this is about 45 hours (laughs) i'm just sitting there like a stunned bunny and there's this big camera and a reporter and and of course now there's about probably 20 or 30 people standing around me you know around me i'm sitting in a chair and there's 30 people all looking at me (laughs) oh my god listen and my wife's there and and I couldn't understand why they kept pushing me out. You know, I said to Karen, "Why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> you know, but obviously, yeah, I, I'd lost it. I completely lost it. And and in my mind, I couldn't work out. But all my friends and my wife were making me do this, and I didn't yeah. want to do it because you know that they were they had all their little strategies. And you you see it on the video. You know, if you watch the video on YouTube, it's worth watching because I, mean, I watch it sometimes. And I'm actually brought to tears. You know, I, yeah. I didn't realize how bad I was yeah well there was the, one, the, the, you
0: were finishing one loop and someone was putting a nice vest on you and you didn't even right.
1: yeah yeah what
0: are you putting on me
1: <laughs> yeah because i'm saying that i'm not going back out i'm not going well, why are you doing this you know why yeah. are you putting the vest on me i'm not going back out there yeah. oh just in case just in case i said no no and they, and they walked me to the chair and they put me down well, well why can't i stop and i said i, said, I was physically looking at me saying why can't i stop i just want to stop and yeah. i couldn't work out what's going on and then the, the, the what went wrong what went wrong was you know obviously I was trying to get filled at 48 and then I got to, I got to 47 and then my wife and, and my, and my um, friends had worked out a plan to make me to make me do the last lap they said my wife's going to come up to me and say look for this lap you know I want you to do it for me do it for for Karen and do a few kids and I want you to do this lap for me and I would have done it Yeah, I would have done it if she, if she said that to me I would have gone done the lap of course I would have yeah. but, but he sean got older me and come me said come here Kev. put his arm me because right you've done you know you've done to 47 you've got filled to the 48 this laps for you i said i don't want to go out i don't care about 40 i don't care i just want to stop i didn't because I, I i you know they wouldn't let me stop you know i would have stopped probably five hours earlier yeah so sean said all right if that's the case you, you know right I said you know you can the bell at 47 which i did <laughs> Yay! Yeah. and of course next morning woke up thinking well why would i stop at 47 that's just ridiculous no one stops at 47 when when, they, when there's a chance they can do it but yeah yeah i was, I was gone i was gone so, so um so that was hurdy's that was hurdy's in march 21 and then um it was,
0: was was a, it was a really good um like show of what you can act like when they, one of the things with backyard ultras is one more lap and yeah, you yeah. were just so far gone like like you you probably did how, how many laps did you do? you probably did about 10 laps that you wouldn't have done if otherwise Long, longer longer, longer. i, was, I
1: was 13 hours me and phil 13 hours just the two of us yeah yeah 33 hours 14 actually 33 they all dropped out and i stopped at 47 so 14 hours just me and phil Yeah. And and, and then through the second night, and oh, the hallucinations, you know, I was was, was laughing when Ryan was talking about because I I can't sleep. You know, Phil gets his sleep, but I don't. Um, I I don't sleep. And that's all that, unfortunately, that's always been my issue. Like, I'm never going to do 100 hours of 70, I'm 55. Yeah. Um, But um, I don't sleep. Um, So the second night, I actually quite enjoy the second night because the hallucinations are awesome. I I get pretty cool hallucinations. Some people do. Some people don't, and I do. I was seeing all sorts of shit, all sorts of shit, <laughs> and um, which is quite cool, you know. So the second night, I, you know, I was I was I was running amongst people behind trees. I was seeing elephants, I was seeing crocodiles, I seen boats and in, in the lake, which obviously they're not there. Um, and and even 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 on the Sunday, I was seeing like crabs on 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 the innocent daylight. It's very, really, very, very hallucinating in daylight. It's, yeah. in the, it's eyes, <coughs> You see eyes in the shadows, but i just hallucinate it in the daylight as well, which is cool. So, um, so the the hallucinations on the second night, and I get that all the time in two hundred miles as well, right. is um, something I actually quite look forward to. Yeah. But again, like Phil, like Phil saying that he he would have got, he, what he said that you know he actually got quite a few hours sleep.
2: Yeah, um, too and and That's Even What he- I mean
1: and then, and, yeah, which is impressive, you know, two hours a day, but well, that's what killed Ryan in the end. Yeah. You know, um, you, you you ain't going to go past three days without sleeping yeah. in the end, because it's all mental and you just, you just can't function, mm. which is why, you know, Phil, Phil, will, Phil will definitely go over a hundred hours next year they yeah. no down about it, because he's just, he's physically fit enough and, and mentally strong enough and he's organized enough and you get those three, day, and you've got a good crew with Gemma, and because, as you say, you, you can't stop unless bones stick out. So yeah. he, he will go. Um, you know, I predicted I predicted for, for this for this one that he would certainly break the record and he would win um, and um, which which he did on both those counts. But Ryan needs to um, needs to sleep more.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> it's definitely something he he learned from that last one. Yeah. Something for him to work on, for sure. So how, how many marathons have you
1: actually done, though? Um, you've
0: done a lot. I remember reading somewhere you've done, yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah, close yeah. to 50. But or no, 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 40, 45, 45, or 46, 46 marathons in about 40 ultras now.
2: Yeah.
1: But, again, but in the last few years, you know, I, I did Melbourne Marathon a month ago, and that was a mistake because that was, like, two, two weeks after um, No Time to Die yeah
0: yeah, so oh, yes. yeah.
1: how, yeah, how,
2: how, that,
0: how that do one. you squeeze the marathons in because last year you ran like eight eight ultras yeah, yeah. You, you're about to run your eighth and you're still squeezing yeah. in marathons as well How, like how do you yeah, do
1: well, it yeah well it, it was a mistake i'm not doing it again <laughs> <laughs> no all my friends were going over there so well that's why i, I didn't do the um you know the satellite championships um
0: yeah because I thought
1: I you respect. I thought you would have quality you, you did enough to yeah calm. yeah the 47 got me in <coughs> but um it's just a case of too much it's it just too much going on um and also you know I think it's better that the young fellas have a go you know um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um so um I penciled in Melbourne before the satellite championships before I really heard about it last year and it's Melbourne with my mates all the boys and um, so, no time to die came along, and um, two weeks after that, Melbourne Marathon. It was a bit of a disaster. I tried to break sub three, well, on the sub sub three bus for ten k, oh, yeah. and then um, realised that you can't, as I always put, you can't you, know, you can't cheat a marathon. You know, if you have not done the training, you're going to get found out. And yeah. I, I got found out, spat out the back. So the next thirty two k were painful, three three hours seventeen. I finished, but it was a lesson learned but on the back of that unfortunately the hammies have been tight so tight for the last month and then i did um did fell i did fell on the weekend 100 miler 32 hours and that was hard yakka i managed to get to the end thanks to um anti-inflammatories sorry sorry readers but i do take a lot of (laughs) anti-inflammatories i'm not i'm not that's just me don't judge me on that but that's how i get through the races at my age yeah and i've got um and i've got the uh hysterical in uh, three or four days. I just did a dog full walk and I thought, I'll, I'll, just try and, I'll just try a little jog. Uh, did not go well. So, um, hysterical carnage is going to be fun.
0: Yeah. So, so, an you're not, so You're not going to go for a run
1: until you actually run your first no. loop. at hysterical No, carnage. no, not at all. Um, I should be okay. You know, um,
2: yeah.
1: I, I want to get, I, you know, if, I, if, I don't know. I need, I want to get a 24 though. I'd like to get 24. I'm not going to, you know, this is this is just about an, another. This is the Grand Slam because, you know, Sean puts together these ideas. There's the Triple Crown 200 miler, you know, which is the free 200 milers. Yeah. You know, you've got Delirious, uh, Irrational, and Unreasonable. And I tried to do that last year, but unfortunately I got COVID you know, after Hurdies. Mm. You know, Irrational was two was two or three weeks after hurdes, And um, luckily I got entered, but I was going to do that. I had the crew arranged. And then, of course, because I got COVID, I couldn't yeah. do Irrational. Um, so this year there was the grand slam. If you, if you did, um, birdies, hurdies, uh, hysterical and no time to die. You get the he made up a grand slam, whatever that is. So <laughs> I, I signed up for it as the sucker that I am, yeah. um, me, Margie, Renton and, um, Jen, it so says four of us, um, Nick, Nick's not going to do it. It so says four of us are going to get a grand slam, which is doing mm-hmm. all four backyard arches. Assuming That's I do one of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: it's a good idea. I love that
1: idea yeah so there you go so there's a so next year you know come and come to perth for a couple a couple of races and do two in adelaide and you get the grand slam
2: yeah i'm so. not
1: sure what it is we'll find out uh on the weekend hopefully yeah. it's um i don't know twenty thousand dollars twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> or, or no insurance <laughs> it'll be a, a big it'll be a spoon with grand slam grand slam dnf actually it's not true because i did i did win one race so that i didn't get four DNFs, and so I, I, i've never lost a, i've never lost a backyard ultra when Phil Gores not run it.
2: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Well I was gonna say well done on your um Mo no Time to Die last one standing. Mm-hmm. That was
1: yeah, uh, that, that was a, that was a surprise. That was a surprise.
0: They're not easy to win
1: Backyard Ultras. No. Oh no no, no, <laughs> no um now that one I just I think so when was I coming off the back of that? That was um so that was September. Yeah I'd done 36 at Birdie's four weeks earlier. Yeah. So No Time to Die was about, um, I really wanted 36, actually, to tell you the truth, because I've done 36 at the other three ultras, like 150 miles. I know Phil's done 48 to everyone, but
3: yeah. I was
1: trying to get 36. So I've done 36 at Sterical, 36 at 30s, and 47 at birdies. So it would have been nice to get the grand slam of like 150 miles. But yeah, um, yeah I got to, got to, I won it, yeah, I won it at 33, which is quite good. I the weather was pretty wild. The weather was pretty wild no time. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, it was. It was a few times. <laughs> I was a few times in the in the tent, and the tent's about to get blown away. You know, and and, and <laughs> the music starts. A two minute warning. You're like, no. <laughs> but they were only squalls. They were squalls. So you go out there and, and it'd be a squall for like five or six minutes, and you've got the Gore-Tex jacket on. See, and then you know by the end of the lap, you're fine. You know, I, I, I can honestly say that the weather didn't affect me. Yeah. yeah, it's probably good good for running. There's a few windy batches, but now it was fine. It was a really good event the, the inaugural year. And that'll get better. That's a really good course. Really good course. Yeah, it's, it's around a, the very old the old
0: racing track, was it? Old Victoria yeah, Park. Yeah.
1: Was it? yeah. Yeah, all around Victoria Park. Flat. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the course. Very similar to Hurdy's, you know, completely, completely <laughs> flat, really. Yeah. And, um, in the definitely, city. definitely one I'll try and get to next year, I reckon yeah no it'll be big next year as well you know sean's selling them up and this is the one that works because you know, it's easy to get to with lots of accommodation um he puts on um you know bands coffee etc that and yeah no i'd recommend no time to die yeah i, I may i may go back we'll see mm. and hysterical Probably. carnage you, you were the assist last year as well weren't you that's right So i learned my lesson with hysterical carnage because um there was uh we went over and again that was two weeks after the fell 100 mara so i went over there with just no expectations you know i, I like to run, run a few events yeah. so i did the feral 100 and then two weeks later was, was um hysterical and um yeah it went pretty well i shared a tent with phil and, and the wa team uh, chayton uh and renton the four of us went over and um yeah we got to 24 and then got to 36 just me chayton and phil and then Cheyton gave up at 36, so we did lap 37, and I said to Phil, that's it for me. I said, I can run, I can stop now and be the assist, or I can kill myself for 10, 12, 15, 16 hours and be the assist. That is yeah. not gonna change, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna beat you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna be the assist, I've learnt my lesson. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, no, I actually had my daughter with me at the time because um, I, I um, Sean gave me a free entry for this after um, Hurdies and um so i i took my daughter over and i promised my daughter i'll just do 24 because <laughs> she was obviously she's 14 and you know she's, she's by herself and i'm running around and but she she said now you can do a bit further you want so i got I got to 36 and i said no, i wanted to spend time with her and travel to adelaide the next day and we were flying out i think two days later yeah so i didn't i didn't think i would you know um i was going to do 48 so it got to 37 and as you say i, I said well i'm going to do feel at lap 38 we'll run up the hill and i'm going to stop at halfway i'm going to shake your hand come down and get to that bell and ring it before sean kessler gets to me
3: right <laughs> there's no way
1: sean kessler would let me finish at 37 if he knew my plan yeah. <laughs> so that worked perfectly 37 laps on lap yeah on that 38 um up the hill we go shook his hand run down got to the bell before sean could rubby tackle me <laughs> and then um and then uh yeah got got another assist another assist and that's just two assists in the year yeah um it's because i didn't i you know um i suppose it, one reason my daughter was there but also I, I didn't think i was ready to go 48 on that night um but you can give yourself reasons, you know as i say i've done eight seven eight I've got it. You've, this this will be your eighth this weekend. Yeah, i so I've done yeah, I've done seven, but I've only ever tapped out once. That time at Hurdies, where, where I caught COVID, and um, the other six times, you know, really, you could say the other six times, I've been weak enough that I've I've, I've um I've tapped out. You know, yeah. so I've not actually I've not finished that. You know, so, I've, I've, so even on this one, you're right. You know, um, I think every runner goes in with good intentions. So this is this is one of my little tips. Every runner goes in with intentions of of not making it, you know, of, of actually not getting, you know, getting timed out. Mm. But I reckon 90% tap out, I mean, maybe more. It's very rare people go until they can't go anymore until they physically can't make the lap. People always talk about it, saying that's what I'm going to do. But when it comes to it, very rare that happens, you know. And I'm, I'm talking from experience, you know, you can always think of, you know, like, Even now chatting to you, I'm looking at my list going, you're right, 24 laps the first year was because my wife wanted me back. And then, you know, birdies the second year, I did 28 because I was doing delirious, I think six weeks later. So I didn't want to push myself because the delirious is more important. So that's why I tapped out at 28. Hysterical was because I had my daughter with me. Uh, Herdies was the only time I didn't finish. Um, And then birdies I tapped out at 36. Because um, to me, that's a PB for the course. And right. it was like 10 o'clock. And um, I, I had no time to die four weeks later. And then no time to die. Luckily, I won. <laughs> so, you know, you can always give yourself reasons to, um, to actually not make it.
2: And yeah.
1: um, the, the tip I will be is, you know, don't. you know If you can, um, try and not make the hour. And then you know... But there's nothing yeah. more. And yeah. that's what Sean Kessler always tries to do. But I, I kid you not, you know, at the championships, a lot of people wouldn't have made it because these are really good ones pushing themselves. And the idea is they're doing it for the country, you yeah. know, to try and get the points up. So you need to have that sort of mentality, you know, and um, uh, so, for, but again, for this one, and you know, for hysterical, I, 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 I won't, but for Hurley's next year, I will because I want to get the 48. Yeah. The problem is by saying 48, I know when I get to 48, I may have a lot more in the tank, but mentally I'm gonna I'm, I'm not I'm gonna stop. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> but it's people like people like Phil and Ryan who, who, who want to find their limits or push on. But mm. um the backyard ultra does, does, does a does a lag of the opportunity, but very few people take it. Because it, you know, as I said, last, and you, as and you mentioned yourself, Palo, as Lazarus says, you know, the backyard ultras are easy until they're not. And um, I think it comes to a surprise how quickly they 're not easy, yeah. and you can 't adjust, and um, if you don 't adjust quick enough, you find yourself ringing the bell yeah and um you know hearddy that year I did forty seven Just proved because I was going to ring the bell at thirty three I was done at 33, 34, I was going to ring the bell I was, I, 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 the wife was on hold to come and pick me up,
2: yeah,
1: and just by people dropping out and making me go on. I, I got a filter 48. You know, it's next yeah. to 14 hours. Yeah. You know, and um so uh every time you you finish, if if you if you finished in time, you should go out again. You should go out yeah. again. And then the next lap, all right. The next lap you don't know, finish, great. You proved yourself that you pushed yourself. But you don't have to, you know, that you don't have to kill yourself in a battle ultra. Go and get your hundred Ks or your hundred or your twenty-four hours. Give yourself a target and go and get it. It's fine. Yeah. But it does give you the opportunity if you want to see how far you can go. But if you're going to do that, you're going to go through stages. Like for me, the first five or six hours I enjoy. And then up to 15, 16 is really hard work, really hard work. Yeah. But if you can get to 17, 18, all of a sudden you can see 24. And then when you can see 24 and then the sun comes up, oh, when the sun comes up, you've got another six, seven hours guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. If you can get past that witching hour, as I call it, say two to five. Those are the hours everyone drops out. If you can if, as soon as the, no one ever drops out at, at, sun, at sunrise, no yeah. one drops out at sunrise. No one. You'll get three or four hours where you know very few people drop out. And then and, and, and then all of a sudden you're late in the day they start getting tired again. As soon as it's that second night as well, that second night, oh it's, it's chaos. Yeah. It's, it's like a body yeah, it's all <laughs> and it's all mental. Yeah. It's all mental. Yeah. Um, so you just gotta find out a way. Just to get yourself out of those, and like in all archers, to dig yourself out of the pe- the cave because uh, yeah. you, you get into the pain cave and it's that's a dark place, but you can get back into the light mm. with, with, with with using your mind.
0: Yeah, and and so you do have a bit of insider knowledge at um, hysterical carnage as You were there last year, and I understand the courses it has changed a little bit because of all the rain. But yeah. um, are there any tips for first timers
1: um, there, like? Oh, Stero course it's a great course it's one of my favorite courses because um the first hill as you know you, you can't run the hill right, which is yeah. great everyone yeah. walks the hill Um, and so um you've got to walk it and that gets you some decent elevation then there's a nice little um running section to a road and then a the road everyone walks that bit of a road so there's two sections that everybody walks yeah, which is quite cool and that gets you some elevation and so that's probably Probably maybe first two Ks, you probably walk about a K of it, and then the rest of it just downhill and really and really good runnable section. And it's a nice little runnable section for the, for the swamp, and then on onto the uh, onto the riverfront, and then you run into the run into the camp. So I'd say there there's two sections you need to walk, and everyone else should be walking. You'll know it when you see it. If not, watch mm-hmm. me walk yeah. those two sections, and then um the rest of it just uh, just just run in. Lots lots of toilet stops all over the place, which is very useful. Yeah. Um yes, it's a good course. I, I was impressed with the because I thought the hill would be a killer, but it forces you to walk and it gives you elevation. So then you can run down. Um I think that's one thing know, the
0: it, first timers need one one thing the first timers need to know is that there's no shame in walking uphills. Don't kill yourself by running up hills and going crazy like that. No,
1: definitely it, not.
0: When they see everyone else walking uphills, most people would probably walk as well, but yeah.
1: It definitely is. is. That's no, true. Um, again, w- you know, walking and running, like I know Phil, see I, I normally don't walk very rarely. I'll just sort of, set myself, I, I walk in hysterical on those hills, but um, most batted archers are um, sort of set a little pace and shuffle, shuffle all, all the way in. Yeah. So I'm, I maybe need to look at some of the walk. <coughs> Obviously towards the end when you're getting really goosed, oh, there's a bit more walking, but, uh, but I tend to shuffle in and try and get in about the same time each, you know, 40, 45 to 50 minutes. 45 is probably the best, it gives you 15 minutes. Yeah. And so, whereas Phil, you know, many times I'll run past Phil and he'll be walking and then ko K02 lady will run past me and then, then he walks again. So we both get to the end at the same time. He'll be doing a 45 minute of that, just mm-hmm. that we do it different. Um, and it's, it's, it's about what's finding right for you. You know, you've only got an average eight-minute k's to finish under the hour. You know, yeah. you can go incredibly slow. So, um, yeah, two or three k's of walking and then, um, you know, three or three k's of um, shuffling and you still get in 50 minutes. Yeah. Whereas, you know, so it's, it's just finding out. And again, you it's experience. Either you train, you practice it in training, or you can practice it on, on the day. Mm. Um, you've got plenty of time. You've got plenty of laps.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think
0: that's a good one as well, like practice walking. Like figure out... Yeah. Figure out your pace, what time you want to run, you have 6.7 Ks in, yeah, and figure out a, a strategy as far as how often you're going to walk and things like that is a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. um Yeah, as I say, I, I tend to, you know, for sterical, there's certainly two two sections I'll walk. I'd say the first hill, which is unrunnable.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I think that they've, they've put in stairs now, whereas I'm not sure it's good or bad because last year it was just a trail, and oh. um, but they've put stairs in now. Um, are still unrunnable, oh. it's too steep. And then that and then that road section, which is probably about 300 meters, um, you could run that, but everyone else is walking it. And then, then after that, it drops right down back and in, back into the campsite. So um, yeah, I'd certainly recommend walking those two sections. And then, um, if, you, if you find somewhere else you want to walk, then do it. You know, another little tip: I, I always, I always break the lap down into three smaller sections, always three sections. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so rather than having to you know, set your little target of start and finish, which could be 45 minutes. You know, I always break it down to into the three sections, like for all, all birdies, hurdies, hysterical, and no time to die. I've got little, you know, three, two, two points, which I you know, section one, two, and three. And yeah, um, that makes it, that, that helps as well. So rather than uh, having to wait 45 minutes to hit a target, I'm hitting the target every 2K. And that makes a big difference. So yeah. I'm, I've got start to the first point, this is 2k yeah great i've done the first point tick next one's only 2k away so worst case scenario 20 25 minutes tick next one finished so break it down into three sections that's another another tip i'm not i don't think phil does that see phil doesn't know everything but (laughs) make sure if he listens to this he can't do that phil do not break it down to three sections that's my tip (laughs) (laughs) he probably he's he's probably got that in a spreadsheet somewhere (laughs)
0: <laughs> so um <laughs> you've obviously qualified if you want to go into it the backyard masters next year is that something you've oh, had
2: no, a think know, about
1: no, no I can't I can't I'm so gutted I'm oh. off in, um I'm doing a race in the UK it's uh, oh,
2: okay right. I'm
1: running from John O'Groats well from Land's End to John O'Groats I start on the 3rd of June and I finish on the 8th of July it's, it's called Run Britannia it's the first year Right. So I'll, I'll be out of the country. It's something, being, being English, it's something I've always wanted to do, run the length of the country. So yeah. this that uh, race, these people who put these races on, I've, um, I've started it, in a sense, the first year, next year, I managed to get in. And um, so June the 3rd, I rock up at Land's End, which is where I, I, I grew up as a boy. Yeah. So my friends are down there, which is fun. Looking forward to that. And then it's a, it's a stage race, about 50 Ks a day. You yeah. run 50k, so they pick you up, take you to accommodation, hotel, B and B, tent, feed you, and then, and then um, wait you out the next day, take you back to where you finished. Another 50k, repeat 35 days. So unfortunately, I'll be away for the masters because again, that's going to be absolutely brilliant, and I would have gone. Yeah, yeah,
2: but
0: they're gonna. It's going to be a yearly event, I understand. So maybe you you can do it in
1: 2024. 55. Cool. I'll be 56 next year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
1: God. I know. I, I said that to my wife. I said, God, i hate getting old. I wish I was 30. I wish I was Phil's age. i was still 35. He's 20 years younger than me." For God's sake, you know. <laughs>
0: Is that one of the reasons and, why you think you're doing so many events now as well? Because like you feel right. like
1: you might be getting a little bit older. I don't know. I suppose I may, maybe, maybe. I just enjoy them. But again, I've taken I've taken the pressure off. Like when I was racing marathons, you know, I'm always racing the sub two forty. I was, you know, I was always bringing the time down. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure um i found with ultras you know i'm never going to win them you know these you know um, well, um unfortunately i did win the last, well the last one i did <laughs> but that's very unusual the pressure of winnings off because I'm, I'm the old guy the old guy the old ball guy runs around and you can't believe why why is that old guy still running yes yeah. so there's, there's, a, there's a bit less pressure so i enjoy it more and i i I found that when I was doing marathons, I loved the training. You know, I, I do 160K a week. I run twice a day. I loved the training. Yeah. Whereas the races, there's a lot of pressure. Um, I enjoyed them, but there was a lot of pressure to get the time. Yeah. Whereas now, as I get older, I can't do 160K a week anymore. I, I've not got the passion to get to run twice a day, every day, you know, like I used to. But I love the racing. I love putting a bit on my chest. I love being out with like-minded people like yeah. you know the, the ultra series i love being around these people so uh, I, it's, it's sort of turned on its head where I, I actually enjoy the racing more than the training
2: yeah
1: and and with the ultra because it, it's more mental as well rather than physical i can get away with a little bit less training because i'm mentally a little bit i'm learning and getting stronger and stronger yeah so um yeah so yes but again yeah if, if i'm gonna the well the masters should be okay i think that was over is it every 36 hours? So I should maybe maybe I can make the masters in 2014. Well,
3: it's free yeah, entry if you've
1: done 35 or
0: more and or pay, yeah. well, you can still get in if you've done over 30, um, but you've got to
1: pay. Yeah, not like, yeah. That's all right. I don't mind paying, but no, all right, there you go. So um let's say so make sure I can't do it. So let's pencil in um 2004, 2024 if I if I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> if i'm dead i'm not doing it definitely not
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. you, well, you heard that here yes yeah. <laughs> uh, no so i get filled no i get a field to carry my ashes there you go <laughs> phil if i don't make it in 2020 if, I, if for some reason something happens to me i'm going to get my wife to get my ashes and you're going to carry them <laughs> and we're going to go together we're going to win together
0: so, so, so what, what other races
1: do you have planned over the next few months like one hundred percent I know I, I just miss it. So, as always what, what we've got we've got we've got no time so we've got no we got no time to die
2: you're gonna do the grand so yes, yeah, so next so next
1: year well, next year because of the Britannia, that's the focus you know that's that's a thousand miles sixteen hundred kilometers in, in July, so that's the focus wow. of the year yeah so um after after we do hysterical. We've got the six-inch Ultra, which is 47Ks in, in WA. Yeah. So doing that for the 13th time. 13th, at used to be a fat ass when I started. Now it sells out. So I did that in, in uh, December. I've got the um, Australian Day Ultra in January, where if all goes well, I'm going to try and get the uh, 55 to 60, k record, the, Aurora, the Australian Ultra Association record. So I've got it for fifty to fifty-five. So I want to get it fifty-five to sixty. So I've got to run quicker than eight hours forty-five, I think, for the hundred k. So that's January's target, which may yeah. or may not happen. February's delirious two hundred miler, of course. Um, March, see, March. Oh, March is hurdles. March yep. is hurdles to get my forty-eight laps or die trying. Yeah. April is um, is April light Oh, is April irrational? rational. April could be a rational two hundred miler, and I think May, May, yeah, May's light horse, and then June is the um, Lumbertania. Right. Um, and did you
0: after know you
1: got birdies Bert, in August? Did you know? we go again?
0: <laughs> did you know that you're currently leading the aura points comp for 2022?
1: What do you think? Yes. <laughs> course i do (laughs) why do you think i'm doing these stupid races why do you think i I did a 100 miler on what last weekend i'm doing a backyard ultra four days later no no one in their right mind would do that unless they were chasing a stupid points competition (laughs) only one man would do that and that's me which is which is why i'm doing which is why i'm doing what i'm doing right because um and there's a funny story there it gets worse i've been a member of aura for many many years yeah. but last year as you say last year because of covid and i did those eight events
2: yeah
1: i would have won by country mile yeah. and i thought i would have won by country mile but yeah. unbeknown to me i'd forgotten to pay my membership you know I've, <laughs> I've been i've been a member for four or five years but i think yeah. because of covid uh, you know over the year i assumed that i paid because yeah. as you know i enter so many races I have to check all the time to make sure because I enter really early, and a year yeah. like a year later it comes up. I go through my email. Thank God I have entered. So last year, oh, ah, oh, I and um, I would have won by a country mile because everyone <laughs> over Easter there, there was there was no races. Yeah, but Sergio won. You know, my, mate, my good mate Sergio. Won. He was so stoked. And I said to him, you know, you can't not believe this. I forgot to, I forgot to, um, I forgot to pay the membership, so I didn't <laughs> win. Yeah. So this year I said, right, this year I'm going for it. Um, but of course, this year everyone's back, right? Um, yeah. And so it's a lot more difficult. So i mean, yeah, I, I know I'm a couple of points up, which is why yeah. I did. Right. But I shouldn't have done Feral I shouldn't have done fail, um last weekend. Of course not. You know, I've not. I, I've done about eighty k for the last month, which is why <laughs> Feral was really thirty two hours of pain, mm. and, and, I, and and this is why I need twenty four hours. of hysterical. Because that yeah. gets you over. Well, actually I just need 16 hours over 120 kilometers and that gets you the most points. The, yeah. Because uh, I, I did
0: lake, check, so. I, I did check last year's results. I thought, oh I bet Kev's won last year. I had a look, yeah. I didn't What's see it? you there. So I thought I must be ah, this must be your first year geez. signing up.
1: Oh uh, no, I've, <laughs> I've been I've been there for many years. Many right. years. I, I just <laughs> I just assumed, I just assumed that I didn't.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, trust me, I only realized in December when I because I didn't even check it i wasn't really that bothered about it i just assumed i, mean, I thought i'll just check it in december yeah well, i'm not there <laughs> but so i ran up Alexis. you know the and i said any chance i can pay the membership? because you know it's in december so i still could have paid the membership for the year i said if i pay can, can you back you know can uh, do all my events count he went no it's not the way it works You're <laughs> <goosed."> <laughs> i was i was devastated i was actually mm-hmm. heartbroken. since so, so this year i'm uh, this year I'm, this is probably another reason why i made a big push most definitely one of the bigger reasons
2: yeah so
1: fingers crossed fingers crossed i can get the 16 hours uh hysterical to get me the maximum points i'm not mm-hmm. going to get first second or third and then um yeah the last one is um is uh is a six inch and that's and that'll give me a few points maybe yeah. a lot of race support a bit of volunteering and maybe enough to get me over the line yeah, yeah
0: yeah so um i posted um on instagram if anyone has has any questions for you kev i did have a couple of questions come through um, <laughs> well you've pretty much answered them both but i'll ask them anyway so, um, the first one is fiona loves
1: asks, what got kev into backyards yeah i'd say it's just just purely the concept the social concept and yeah. also um you can push yourself so much further um you can definitely push yourself a lot further than you think you can yeah. but, but mainly the social it's just, it's so sociable you know um especially the wishes why it's so 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 big in WA and it's 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 an event where it's not like a normal race where you've got competition you know that you want everyone to go as far as they can so mm-hmm. it, it, even even when it's down to the last two, you know it's not all right, someone's got to win you know but um apart from that, everyone else is just helping each other egging each other on. Whereas yeah. in a normal in a normal race, you know you're, these people you know, it's a race it's a competition, you're trying to beat them, yeah. it's not like that in the backyard arch you're not trying to beat anybody, you're racing yourself mm. um so everyone's so so helpful and it's just such a sociable event and mm. um obviously, yeah, it's hard of course it is, but um yeah, I just recommend everyone do one and then make their own judgment but um mm. Yeah, I think I think you're gonna find you're gonna enjoy it. It yeah.
2: really is. You, just, you, um did
0: you spend so much time running with the same people, you really do do walk away with a couple of new
1: friends every time, I reckon. Oh, every time to- every time, every time. Yeah. Every time. You know, yeah. you, you know, whereas um in a normal hundred mile or two hundred mile, you head down you're in the world of pain and you are know, not you're not stepping, you're not stopping every 45 minutes. If you stop or 50 minutes, chat yeah. to your crew, you know, chat to your friends and they feed you. You get to eat every 45, 50 minutes. It's brilliant. <laughs> you know, I see. I, I love my food as well, so that's why I love ultras. Another reason I love ultras. You do a marathon, you may get a couple of goos, you <laughs> try to Wolf them down all over your face. You never get them <laughs> in your gob, you know. Whereas uh, in ultra, you get to sit down. Yeah. You get to sit down for five or ten minutes, and the two hundred miler, you get to sit down for as long as you want, and you mm. get to sleep. And <laughs> people look after you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I come home after two hundred miles. I sit down and I said to my wife, "Water, fizzy water, Coke." No, <laughs> I, I have to go get it myself. Yeah. Two hundred mile might, You know, you get used to barking orders and people do what you say. It's yeah. fantastic. You <laughs> feel like a king. So, um, yeah. So, so, um, yeah. Just, just do one. You will enjoy it. Yeah, yeah just so, 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 so much fun. Um,
0: the running Malang asked,
1: "How do you do it, sir?" because <laughs> I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn and um, I don't know it's mental mental yeah just like me- mental mentally tough uh but I th- being happily married with three daughters. <laughs> um you know uh, as you get older I think it it, it seems the older runner
2: mm. you,
1: you don't see many young I wouldn't recommend it for you, the younger runners. You know, younger runners enjoy enjoy your speed like the, I was younger enjoy yeah. your marathons, enjoy your fight, training and your, you know, your, your fresh old and, and just enjoy the sense of running fast. Yeah. But, um, when you, when you get older, um, you just, you just enjoy the, the challenge. So it's, it's mentally tough, but it, it is still hard. You know, oh, trust me. I suffer. I suffer a lot. Of, you know, people, people see me all the time. Oh, you're looking great, looking great. I am thinking they may look great on the outside, but trust me, I'm suffering. I am suffering. Yeah. Um and uh, and towards the end of the bat yellow ultra, you are gonna be in a world of pain. But that's when you find out about yourself. Um yeah. so um
0: and have you all like I asked Ryan that in my last podcast, I asked Ryan about the mental side of things. And was it is the mentally toughness thing, is that something that you've always had, or is it uh, did you just
1: realize
0: that it was something
1: that you learned? Well, I'm not sure, you know, um you know, I've had a few I've had a few DNFs, you know, DNF free races in my in my uh, in my career, but I've turned but I've turned those races around and now they're, they're three of my favorite. Because the first mm-hmm. one, well, first was it was the light horse. Well, I I um I signed up for the 12 hour, but after three hours I went home. I've had enough. So I'm yeah. not sure that's a DNF because it's a um it's a timed race. So uh I did about 33 ks <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've gone back the last three years and um you know got a third third in the first. Yeah. Um and, and I love that race now, so it's probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was delirious where I just wasn't prepared mentally for it. I had not trained for it and I had a horrendous I actually loved the race, and then my hamstrings totally And so my cross on my quads is totally tightened up and I can hardly walk. So I DNF'd, but never again, but I've gone back the last two years, just two years, and I absolutely love it. It's, my, again, my favourite race. This just changed the mental attitude. Mm. And then for felt same thing for Phelps in the first year, of DNF'd, and the last two I've finished, them, and um, incredibly hard race. But um, just I just love them now. So they're my, they're my three favourite races. Yeah. So, um,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: I don't know. I did a lot of work with Rob Donkersloot. You know, you should get Rob on for mind focus running. Oh, yeah. mind focus running. Uh, Rob Donkersloot. I had a chat with Rob. Yeah. yeah, have a look at Rob Donkersloot. I did. I did a lot of work with Rob on mentally, you know, mental strength. Yeah, um, he's. A, and I know that Phils with Rob now. Yeah. Phil's, actually, Phils actually, worked with Rob. Is working with Rob.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, not that Phil needs to mentally stronger, but if he is, he's in even, even even stronger than he is now. Mm. So, um, I did some work with uh, Rob um, and that's helped. Um, So, I'd recommend that as well. Um, Mind focused running. It's um, because it's a a good approach because so many coaches work on the physical side, but they they never, very few coaches work on the mental side. Mm. And that's so important for anything, even for running a marathon. You know, um, I remember I spoke to Steve Monaghetti once many, many years ago and he came and ran Perth. And I said to Steve, I said, why? why are you so much better than me? You know, I'm, I'm, this is when I was running about 160 K's a week. I was trading twice a day. Um, I'm getting down to 240. And I said, well, you know, what, how can you get down to, How can you be 25 minutes quicker than me or mm-hmm. minutes quicker than me. And he just said, it's all down to how much pain you can handle and you know, mm-hmm. how much mental pain. So all these runners, all these Kenyans and, and people like Steve who are running the times, they may look like they're doing it easy, but, but they can suffer more pain than you can. And mm-hmm. it's all down, and that's and, and that struck me. He's probably got a point. In you know in any marathon, you know you can sprint off quicker than you should, but if you can hold that for longer, it's it's, it's the mental side. And that you know, um, I remember um, Noakes, you know Noakes, the Law of Running, when yeah. Noakes talks, in another great book, The Law of Running by uh, Noakes is amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to read that book. And he's he's got the um, central governor. Uh, We've got the central governor, which protects the body by um, by the mind protects the body by by bringing on fatigue. And and, you know, and um, so if you can persuade the central governor that you're not going to die, it releases more energy and and, uh, gets rid of fatigue. And -hmm. and again, like Goggins, Goggins is a big fan of we only ever get to forty percent of our true potential. Yes. When you're absolutely buggered, you think you're absolutely gone and you're gone for, you know, that you, you think you can't go on, you, you've hit 40%. And he's a big believer there's 60% more there. Yeah, but, And, the, and the, the true athlete and the ultra runners can tap into that 60%, which we can't. Again, very similar to the central governor idea. So when, when I'm mm. actually, I think about that all the time towards the end of ultras. When I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a world of pain. I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. I can't go on. Yeah. I think back to David Goggins and I just think well, I'm probably at 40%. So mm-hmm. it's it's getting mentally to try and break down that wall and get and trying to use the other sixty because we've all got it. We can all go so much further. Like I said before, only one in ten people actually don't, you know, don't actually make the 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 actual yard or, or, or the or the six point seven K in the back ultra. Ninety percent plus ring the bell and sell. They, they tap out. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. So well, yes, so
0: you definitely you definitely entered into that 60% when you were the assist.
1: Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I was deep. <laughs> yeah, people need to watch that video. Yeah. Put put the link on, put the link on this and let, let them watch it. It's worth watching because you're right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I watch it myself sometimes in you know, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, holy <laughs> moly. I, I said to, I said to Karen, I said, I said, what are you doing letting me go out? <laughs> and I, I, another, another story. I'll tell you how bad it was. I think the last couple of laps that they made it, they made a cyclist go with me because right. they were worried. I may I may have, I may have an heart attack or die on the course. Right. It wouldn't stop me. It wouldn't stop me. They let yeah. me go. But they go, well, someone better go with care just in case you don't make it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, oh, you know. Thanks for
1: that guys. <laughs> you know, there's a duty of care there. So I don't think <laughs> you understand what duty of care means. Yeah. It doesn't mean sending a cyclist <laughs> behind Kev in case he drops dead. So that you can you can ring in and say I didn't make it. He's gone. Yeah. But yeah. So, so towards the end, they were so worried about me. They were sending out a cyclist, one to, to, yeah. to, to ghost to ghost to me to make sure, make sure I got back. I think
3: that um, I can, think that's can, a
1: positive. You, I'm not sure.
0: Can you tell us a bit about your uh, website? Because I know you do a bit of blogging about your running. And stuff.
1: oh, I love my website. I love my website. So, <laughs> so, yeah, tell us a bit I'll about run, that. So yeah, so, uh, yeah run bk run www.runbkrun.com. So I set it up in 2016. Um, and initially it was, um, yeah, lots of tips. Um, cause at that time I was chasing, chasing the sub 240 dream. So it was all about marathons. Um, you know, little tips on how to run marathons quicker and, and stories about what I was getting up to. So that was 16 and yeah, still going now, you know, so, uh, but now it's, um, obviously all about ultras. And um, yeah, it's pretty. You know, I love my I love my website. So um, have a look at that. It's, it's got some uh, and all the ultras I do. You know there's there's, there's decent posts on them. So yes. um, you know, when go in the search bar and just type in birdies, herdies, hysterical. You, you want you want to know about any of the backyard ultras, that, that on on the ultra series that I've done, yeah, or, or any races that I've done. Just look in the search bar, and um, as well as uh, enjoying my running, if I'm not talking about running. So I'm not running, I'm talking about running, or I'm posting, on or am running, or I'm blogging, on running.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a good little website. Um, I, I, I enjoy as well, yeah. as well as running, I enjoy talking about it. And, um, well, well, lately it's been more about my running cause I've been doing so much, you know, when you do 11 races a year, you know, there's, um, I'm either talking about the race or talking about recovering from the race or talking about getting ready for the next race. And by the time you do three or four of those, that's another month gone. So yeah. I need to get into more, I need to start getting back to my roots and actually start doing more posts on um, tips and tricks. But mm-hmm. of course, after what, you know, I've been doing it now for, what, what six, seven years, there's, there's a lot of tips and tricks already there. <laughs> 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 and nothing <laughs> to talk about. Um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's everything there really, you know, starting from marathons, 4Ks up to um, 200 miles yeah so uh, yeah have, have a look have a look yeah
0: I will well um thanks a lot Kev for joining the podcast it's been a really good conversation a lot of laughs a lot of fun
1: I've been I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed it and that's hopefully uh hopefully we'll, we'll meet up soon you should, we should yeah. come over for herdies
0: yeah well um it's definitely on my to-do list I want to I might even look I'm even tempted to come over and do one of those 200 milers maybe that kind of Doing something like that definitely, definitely
1: appeals to me as well. Oh yeah. Now I will okay. say that my little tip for the uh, for the viewers, two, you know, I love my backyard ultras. Backyard ultras, I do love them, but the two hundred milers is where it's at. It's, yeah. it's an adventure. A hundred milers of race, that I did fell last weekend. That's painful. That's just a, that is so hard. A two hundred miler with a good crew. That yeah. I, mean, I have the same crew every year, or oh, no, actually a different crew, but they're my mates. We go down there and we are you know, it's like being 18 again. We just have so much fun. We have so much fun. We yeah. laugh, and and I, I run 200 miles. The crew have a lot more fun, <laughs> but um, 200 miles an adventure because again, you're taking away the 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 time. You're not really they ready to go for a time. You just want to finish. You just want to finish. And yeah. the delirious, delirious was the scenery is just dead gorgeous you must come and do delirious just a be- nice and warm beautiful scenery um un Ball was amazing this year you know um the first year and we had the perfect weather it was just fantastic yeah the, the, the week after it would have been rained off <clears throat> and and the week the week before was freezing cold we just had the perfect perfect week i'm not sure that they'll, if they'll, if they'll do it again because i know that sean's got a lot of issues trying to get a 200 mile through the blue mountains he's okay. done it once and i did it which so i'm so stoked yeah, and then um, irrational. He's moving it to the Flinders range is oh. this year, so that's why I want to do it. And again, yeah. that's going to be drop dead gorgeous. So mm. if you if you do a two hundred mile of it, you must do it with crew. Don't yeah. try and do it unsupported. No, um, it's, it's, it's just too, it's just harder. Mm. You can do it, yeah. It's a challenge. It's harder, but do do it with crew. It's just more fun. Yeah, the crew. Yeah. My crew enjoy it as well. The crew love it. The crew love it as much as you do. Yeah. because they get to hang around the other crew they drive around they meet at the station the a stations all the time they've seen people you know but they have a good crack as well yeah so yeah. um yeah you must come come and do delirious i'll be looking for you in february
0: yeah all right well i'll definitely
1: yeah that's all right i heard it you heard that there are people <laughs> he's coming he's coming in february <laughs>
0: Well, I'll definitely come and do an event over there soon, be it a back ultra or 200 mile, 100% I will. That's for sure. Uh, thanks thanks again, Kev. It's been really fun. and um, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Oh, um, Good luck on the weekend at Hysterical Carnage as well.
1: I know, I know. Fingers crossed. We'll find yes. out on the first lap. I've only <laughs> got to do one lap for the Grand Slam, but as you know, I need my 16 for that silly points competition oh, why, why, do I, why do i do this to myself
0: <laughs> all right thanks kev all right
1: have no good worries night. good to speak to you you too good See night.
0: You. if you like this podcast it would be awesome if you could like subscribe comment share all of that kind of stuff hope you enjoyed the episode and have a good one